0: I grew up with two stories shaping my childhood, the first of the depression and the second of the war. It wasn't just the depression, small t, or the war, small t. It was the depression and the war, capital T. The capital T signaled that it wasn't just any economic downturn, or just any war, but rather the signal events of a lifetime. My parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles were speaking, of course, about the Great Depression of the 1930s and World War II. My uncles, who had fought the war, didn't talk about it. It was my grandmother, who had sent four of her six sons and four of her six sons-in-laws off to serve. As for the Depression, they all had stories about it. Both my mom's family and my dad's family were rural Southern Illinoisans. They didn't get laid off from city factory or office jobs, because there were few, if any, of those kinds of jobs in the hills and hollers of Southern Illinois in the 1930s. My paternal grandfather left the 30 acre family farm in Cumberland County, Illinois. Because the fifteen tillable acres weren't enough to support even a subsistence level farmer, my maternal grandparents likewise left the scrubby land of Wayne County, Illinois, both families for the richer black dirt of central Illinois, Douglas County, where my maternal grandfather was a tenant farmer, planting corn and soybeans on other people's land, and my paternal grandfather of a truck, picking up dead and dying livestock for transport to rendering plants. A rendering plant for you city folk is a plant that converts livestock carcasses into industrial oils or fertilizer. It's a smelly, dirty, necessary job. My mother would tell the story of how as a grade schooler. She'd ride the school bus in school with her lunch sandwich. lunch sandwich, bread, and lard. I couldn't imagine anything more disgusting. Lard for you, city folk, is boiled down white animal fat. My grandmother used it for cooking, much like we use butter or olive oil today. Lard was cheap. It came then and maybe does today in a blue and white half-gallon metal bucket. Once the lard was gone, a That bucket was useful for holding nails, screws, bolts, and other things you save because you may need them. It looks kind of like thick white paste. I never knew lard was actually quite delicious until I ate it decades later in Poland. But as a child, the thought of eating that cold, white, pasty grease on a piece of bread was enough to turn my stomach. My mom would go on to say that the Town kids would, in addition to their sandwiches, bring oranges to school for lunch. And the peanut butter for their sandwiches and the oranges were provided by federal aid programs. During the Depression, any of those federal programs, started by the Franklin Delano Roosevelt administration, were known as relief. Although she longed for the taste of one of the oranges, She was forbidden by her mother to take one. Don't you dare take one of those relief oranges. We don't take relief, her mother would tell her. I can picture her sitting to one side with the other farm kids, too proud to take anything from a federal aid program, eating that waxed paper-wrapped cold lard sandwich while the townies munched on their oranges. My dad would tell the story of how his father, because they didn't own a car and didn't have the money to buy a train ticket, walked from Tuscola, Illinois, to Decatur, Illinois, 36 miles, seeking a job. There were no jobs to be had, so he walked back. He would also tell the story of only having one pair of bib overalls to wear at school, so laundry had to be washed on the weekend when he didn't have to go to school. Then there was the story of walking along the railroad tracks after school to pick up pieces of coal that had fallen from the train to heat their tiny frame shotgun house with. And the story of having but a single 12-gauge shotgun shell to get a rabbit for supper or go meatless. His parents were too poor to own a car. He desperately wanted the prestige of being able to say they owned a car. So he urged them to buy a broken-down car sitting in their neighbor's backyard that didn't run, just so he could tell his schoolmates they owned a car. The price, fifty dollars, which my grandparents didn't have, especially not for a car that didn't run. Today, celebrity chefs and four-star restaurants promote using lard in their back-to-roots cooking, while young people. Avoid owning cars in favor of ride-sharing apps. Choices that are made today. Not the realities of life for working-class America during the Depression. This is Reflections from the River with Bill Unyart. You can email me at bill at com. That's B-I-L-L at B-I-L-L-E-N-Y-A-R-T dot com. Audio production today by Tom Calhoun at www.paguytom.com. Thanks for listening.